sort of thing. Oh, it does. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Did it just go straight? Yeah, it did. <laughs> oh. So it's for the countdown. Hey. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, ready? One, two, three. Hello. My name is Josh. I'm Jamie. And I'm Anna. And welcome to your conversation with two geeks, the podcast where you're talking about movies, comics, and everything in between. Today we'll be talking about everything from the Super Bowl spot and official trailer to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness to a Wonder Twins movie in the works and much more. You can find it, um, Jimmy. Also, feel free to follow us on all our social media um, media platforms. We're on Twitter at Convo with Two Geeks. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Conversation with Two Geeks. And if you feel like emailing us about anything from this episode or a previous episode, we're at Conversation with Two Geeks at gmail.com. And you can find our back catalog on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever podcasts to listen to. So, hi, Anna! It's been a while! <laughs> hey, I, I guess you've done the math. You have seen that there are three of us, not yes. two. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and also, um, and we literally just learned this moments ago, but it's <laughs> someone's birthday today! Where's that, uh, that video of, of um, Jeff Goldblum? It's my birthday! <laughs> <laughs> but yes, happy birthday, Anna. Thank you very much. Happy birthday. Yeah, I'm so a, excited to be here. So yeah, um, because we got a lot to talk about. And let's start off. Let's start off with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Okay, it's the Nazi Threes. In Marvel Studios, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, the MCU unlocks the multiverse and pushes its boundaries further than ever before. Joining the unknown with Doctor Strange, who, with the help of mystical allies, both old and new, traverses the mind-bending and dangerous alternate realities of the multiverse to confront a mysterious new adversary. Sorry, Ben, they come back to situated character, Chewie to NGO 4 is Mordo, Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda Maximoff, a.k.a. the Scarlet Witch, Ben, they as Wanda, Shoshi, I believe that's how you pronounce it, apologies if I mispronounce it, uh, Gomez as America Chavez, with Michael Stromberg as Dr. Nicodemus West, and Rachel McAdams as Christine Palmer. The film is directed by Sam Raimi and written by Loki showrunner Michael Waldron. The film is set to be released on May 6th. I... This trailer. This trailer <laughs> is Um, There are things in his that I have heard for about two years that I'm just like, oh, fuck, it is true. So I'm like kind of now staying away from this, and I'm trying to like men in black neuralize myself for the last two years, <laughs> which in hindsight wouldn't actually be a bad thing, but like, but I just we got and we, we got certain people in this, um, a certain professor, Professor X in this, mm -hmm. and I, I'm just I that, and oh god, this, and also like this, this is looking trippy as fuck, but then again, it's Sam Raimi, and just also just. Sam motherfucking Raimi doing an MC movie. Just yes. I um I am looking forward to figuring out where Bruce Campbell's cameo is in this <laughs> because it's Sam Raimi. Yes, yes. As well as where the um ultimately will be. Yeah. I am I am a little nervous due to the trailer. I really want them to focus on Doctor Strange and not let him be kind of like shoved to the side because of some of the other people they have coming in. Like, like Wanda, she was a big part of this, and I understand why. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, that's what I'm a little nervous about. Yeah, and that that that's fair. But I I think they might balance it out mainly because of this one line. I've been thinking about this one line all week, and even Jamie and I talked about this off off air. But like. 
that whole line that Wanda says, when you break the rules, you're a hero. But when I do it, I'm the enemy. That doesn't yeah. seem fair. And like, holy fuck, that is such a good ass line. Especially and I'm just, since she's a tortured soul. Like, I mean, from God. all the movies to her show, like, it just. I mean, it's a goddamn Congo drama Congo line. Am I right, Jamie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just, why I. Like, Doctor Strange has ever been my favorite, I'm going to be honest. Um, I think his movies have the coolest, like, special effects and stuff because they get to do a lot of trippy things. Um, but he's never been, like, at the top of my list of excited to watch. But I don't know. Him with Wanda, I think it's going to be interesting because because of how that line has caused such a discourse, even though... Jamie? Jamie? No. Uh, oh no! Oh no! It froze and we, oh, 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 there you are. Are we yeah, good yeah. now? We're yeah. good now. We're good now. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, like I was saying, I'm interested to see like Strange with Wanda because I think it's gonna be interesting comparison between them because they both like have like. I don't know, because I think they both done a lot of similar things with the magic because he did all the stuff in No Way Home mm-hmm. and stuff. And so, like, they've both done a lot of very similar things, in my opinion. So it's going to okay. be interesting to see, especially if this discourse pop up. But, um, yeah, it Wanda has been through a lot. So it's going to be interesting to see her just, like, let loose for a little bit. It'll be interesting yeah. to see, like, how close they tow that line of, making her full full villain or she's just still going to be on that line so i, I don't know. Um, be interesting. I don't know. oh oh no oh we did it again oh no um oh no so we might be getting uh signal interruptions for today's broadcast folks um for various reasons but anyway you back on yeah, I, I mean, uh, that's pretty much it i'm just i'm interested to see them comparison and stuff and why not and see where it goes? Yeah, yeah, so. but yeah, no, it's just. Anyway, Anna, you were saying. Oh, um, I'd be interested to see if, if um, they, I'd be, I really would like to see if they brought in anything from Shang Chi and his universe because their magic is so similar. Mm-hmm. Um, especially the effects, and I know that can't be just a coincidence. Um, so even if he doesn't have an active role in the movie, I really hope there's like a an a, cre- a credit scene or something, I, uh, an Easter egg. I don't know because I want some explanations without having to do the research in the comics. Sorry, I I I don't know <laughs> if we might have that, but there is this one thing. Like when I was rewatching the Super Bowl, um, Super Bowl spot. When when we saw like one of the Doctor Strange, I think we're gonna meet several Doctor Strange variants, yeah. including um, including Evil Strange. Although I don't think it's Evil Strange from the What If universe, from the What If side. I think it's a, just another Evil Strange. But like we see this like Defender. I, I think he found Defender Strange, and he had like a weird weird and simple. And like I'm and it looked very familiar. It looked like honestly a certain symbol from a certain. Um, not really good Netflix Marvel show, Iron Fist. Uh, so I'm thinking, is is that going to be tied in? 
I, I just, I, I just have so many questions, and I think we might have even seen like stuff like the Savage Land, and maybe even like a full like I was like I think I think this was Quigendra, and like that one bit where like her where like him and Wanda are like going through the multiverse and stuff, and like, um, and 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 like I think we saw like an animated version of stuff, but I'm, I don't know, I'm really intrigued to see what the sweep happens because this is nuts. This is nuts on only concept alone, but I just. I have a feeling that this is that this is that this this thing's gonna be nuts. I I I just I, I'm so excited. I can't wait for May. Like I I literally can't wait for May, and it's like only three months away. But I want it in my veins now. Yeah. What and what if I do think it's gonna tie into it a little bit because that was explain multiverse and different versions of stuff. Yeah. So I would not be surprised. Yeah, and also there's one other person from What If that we didn't see in the trailer, but we did see in um, in the poster, mm-hmm. which I, again I am like I'm starting to out like okay I gotta stop looking at leaks and so which I recommend people do because there are a lot of leaks and a lot of theories on a lot of how much a lot of things are in it. I'm just like I, I I just can't I just can't I don't yeah. Anyways, moving on to our next topic for the day. I could probably talk about this trailer all day, but we got other stuff we need to deal with. Um, an exclusive from Deadline reports that Moon Knight directors Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead yeah, Moorhead have come on to to, to co-direct a majority of the episodes for the upcoming season of the Disney Plus hit Loki, which will see Tom Hiddleston returning the star, a central character, and executive produce alongside season one showrunner Michael Waldron with staff writer Eric Martin penning all six episodes. According to Deadline Sources, shooting for Moon Knight went so smoothly that Marvel was looking over projects that they wanted to put Benson and Moorhead on immediately with season two of Loki quickly jumping to the top of that list. So uh, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Go ahead, Anna. I have to finish watching Loki. <laughs> I saw the first episode, and it's not like I didn't want to continue, but I realized that I had too many shows at once and since that was the most recent one started i couldn't continue however what i did see was great so i'm here for it i still haven't watched the what if series yet either i just i just yeah. finished castle so there's room in my tv watching you you got some catching up to do especially with those two i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry i have to put my foot down on that because i just 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 ah. Yeah, again, again. I know you're busy and stuff, but like, mm. yeah, it's it's hard when they keep making great shows that I feel like I have to pay attention to, because when you have a child, like, you don't really. That, 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 that's fair. That's fair. That's fair and stuff. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I mean, it, I think it's um, probably a good thing. I guess to keep continuity. Um, and stuff and like I don't know I think it's cool I know people are mixed on Loki um some people liked it some people didn't like it I could think um so I, I don't know should be interesting I guess yeah don't have that many thoughts on it I think it's yeah it's okay yeah anyway yeah anyway moving on to our next topic <laughs> um according to Deadline HBO Max has renewed its hits a uh, new DC show, Peacemaker, with James Gunn set to return and to write and direct all of the second season. 
In a separate statement, Gunn said, creating Peacemaker has been one of the true highlights of my life, both professionally and otherwise, with John Cena and the incredible creative team around me, as well as our beloved partners at HBO Max, to have something we all love so much, be loved by the audience in turn, has been a wonderful experience. I can't wait for folks to see where Team Peacemaker goes in season two. So um, I don't know if you've been watching. I don't know if y'all been watching Peacemaker. Um, I know Jimmy hasn't, but I, I I gotta say it's a really damn good show. I some would even say perfect. No, because John Cena is the main character. Come on. No, they're, they're, but they, the, the okay. amount. I'll defend it. He is. I I didn't like him as a wrestler, but as an actor, he's really coming to his own. Seeing him play the peacemaker role in the Suicide Squad movie was phenomenal. And the little dance trailer teaser that they put out right before the, the, the show came credits. out, the opening yes. credits is that, okay, looked fantastic. Like he couldn't, it looked like he was trying very hard not to keep his face, like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So I am definitely intrigued. It's on my list, it's there. It's just, I. We watched Suicide Squad with the baby, and now I don't want to. Now that the baby's older and paying more attention, I don't want that, there that, to be that, as much of that on the screen with him. That, that's fair. That's fair. Um, and there is, there's a, quite a bit, but like not as not. Uh, I don't want to say not as extreme. Actually, there is, but it's a bit different. Anyway, I do recommend the show. It's really good. They just finished their first season. It's only about eight episodes, but. It's it's like insanely good. Like the, it's like very well written and stuff. And like especially given that the type of character that he was, and they do a complete one eighty on his. Not like in a bad way, but but they give that character a lot more depth. I also really love what James Gunn has done in his career. So, <laughs> oh yeah. If, no. if this is one of his favorite babies, then I'm here for it. Yes, yes, but yeah. Anyway, moving on to our next topic. An exclusive from Deadline reports that during the Viacom Investor event, Paramount and Sega have commenced development on a third feature film installment to the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise, while Sega and Paramount Plus are developing the first ever original live-action Sonic series, which will feature the character Knuckles in the leading role, with Idris Elba returning the voice to show, uh, voice to show, not voice to show, but voice the role, with the show set to launch in 2023. In a statement, Brian Roberts, president and CEO, Paramount of Paramount Pictures and Nickelodeon and Chief Content Officer of Movies, Kid the Family, and Paramount Plus said in a statement, for more than three decades, Sonic the Hedgehog's universe of vibrant and unique characters have generated one of the most passionate fan bases. Uh, very passionate. Uh, we look forward to continuing our collaboration with Sega and Neil, producer Neil Morris and our, all of our creative partners as we explore additive ways to holistically scale the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise across platforms and captivate its loyal audience around the world so um the second movie hasn't come out yet um and it comes out in less than two months and we're already getting announcements for the third movie as well as the Disney, as well as the Paramount plus series which i gotta say they're really putting their chips in this and i don't blame them because that trailer for the second movie so far looks incredible mm-hmm. um and stuff and i'm just i'm i'm like um yes please uh more of like what you guys are doing um please. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on this? Um, I don't have too many because I haven't seen the first Sonic the movie yet. Um, just I'm not trying to watch it. So, um, But I think it's the cast is pretty crazy. Edris Alba as Knuckles is going to be interesting. <laughs> I 
have to admit I have no desire to see it. I didn't want to see the first one. It just not not my thing. Mm. I these video games were okay. I know that everyone else, not everyone else, but there's a good part of my generation that grew up playing those arcade games. I just uh, not my thing. That's fair. That's fair. But I I think their success has been great, especially since they did do that turnaround for the first boom. Mm, After oh. listening to the fans, like really listening, like I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. No. Like I just yeah. Like I for me um I'm I'm just I'm really excited I'm really excited to see what they have um yeah I'm really excited to see what they have in store. Uh, or that, that, what they have in store and stuff, especially given that like we're still like days away from like the third, um, the second movie. Sorry, second movie coming out and stuff. So they're so putting them on, um, doing doing what they're planning on doing is just it does it says a lot about about this. And I'm really excited to see what the second movie is ultimately going to be and stuff. Because yeah, because yeah, no, this franchise has been very interesting. <laughs> but yeah, I I digress. Anyways, moving on to a t- um, moving on to our next topic. Um, we got a teaser trailer for Chippendale Rescue Rangers. The synopsis reads, In Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Chip and Dale are living amongst cartoons and humans in modern-day Los Angeles, but their lives are quite different now. It's been decades since their successful television series was canceled, and Chip has succumbed to a life of suburban domestic domesticity, I believe that's how you pronounce it, as an, as an insurance salesman. Dale, meanwhile, has had CGI surgery and works the nostalgic convention circuit. Just desperate to relive his glory days. When a former castmate mysteriously disappears, Chip and Dale must repair their broken friendship and take on their Rescue Rangers detective personas once again to save their friend's life. The film stars John Mulaney as the voice of Chip, Annie Samberg as the voice of Dale, Will Arnett, Eric Bana, Flua Borg, Dennis Haysburg, Kenna, uh, Keegan-Michael Key, Tress McNeil, Tim Robinson, Seth Rogen, J.K. Simmons, Chris Parnell, and Kiki Lane. The film is directed by Akiva uh, Schaffer, who previously directed Hot Rod, McGruber, and pop star Never Stop Pop uh, Never Stop Never Popping, and written by Dan, Dan Gregor and Doug Mann of Crazy Girlfriends. This film is set to be released on Disney Plus May twentieth. Okay, this trailer. What do you guys think about this? this was a... <laughs> I did not expect the trailer to go this way. I did not. Yeah, um, I didn't actually. I forgot to watch that one, so I don't have any thoughts on it. But it sounds very crazy. <laughs> um, I I'm with Jamie. I didn't get to see it, but however, the the people that have made it, the movies, I've I've loved because they're they're kind of a lot of them are the stupid, funny ones, but they're also you know just enjoyable. So I can't wait to see more to hear more about it yeah I, um i got them confused though initially when i saw this the yeah. the title that i was like oh sweet they're making another rescuer down under film <laughs> not the rescuers not the rescuers <laughs> i was like oh, i remember the, i remember that one though i think that was the first one that you cg um cg i think for like a waterfall or something in like one scene um I mean, the rescuers down under was the sequel to the rescuers. And oh, that, that, one. that one! It's the one a... with the boy in Australia, right? And he yeah. gets taken. Right? Yep. Yep. By like an evil oh, man and his evil. Oh, yeah. 
I, yeah. oh, I haven't okay. seen that movie in a long time, but I think I remember really liking that movie, and it was a lot for a kid to watch. It was a little intense. Okay, now. The first film was even more intense, so... Yeah. That's what I initially thought of when I saw the trailer title, and I probably that's probably why I didn't click on it because I was like, I can't handle this right now. <laughs> <laughs> Too much of my childhood. No, 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 no. It's Rescue Rangers, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, not the Rescue Rangers. I mean, like... <laughs> Although I will say this as, as the only one that did watch this trailer, uh, <laughs> but uh, as the only, as someone that did watch this trailer, it looks insane. Like it looks like it reminds me. Okay, there's a bit. I don't know how. I think like in a couple of seconds into the trailer, you see Roger Rabbit. The heck? We Roger Rabbit. I'm not joking. Why? I don't know. And I like, and I'm trying to and like they're they're just doing it's like a flashback scene and they're they like doing the Roger Rabbit with Roger Rabbit and you see Roger Rabbit and I'm like, wait, what's the right situation on that? Because. I, if I'm not mistaken, doesn't Spielberg own like a part of that? I have no idea. I I thought they were trying to come back with another Roger Rabbit film in the first place. I Isn't mean, that the rumors going around as it is? So or, I know Bob, maybe a TV show. I know Bob Zemeckis has been trying to get that off the ground, but the mouse isn't really interested. And like, and a part of that is because of Jessica Rabbit, which I I think bullshit. But that's just me. But well, now I have homework. I have to go home. Well, I'm at home, but now I have to watch it. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, moving on to our next topic. Uh, Via deadline, Netflix has announced release dates for season four of its hit show Stranger Things, with the season being split into two volumes. Uh, The first being with the first being released on May 27th, and the second volume being released on July 1st. In addition, Netflix has also announced that the show is being renewed for a fifth and final season. And no been led to fans regarding why it's two volumes. Creator and uh, Creators Matt and Ross Duffer said, Hi nerds, do you copy? It's been a little while. With nine scripts, over 800 pages, almost two years of filming, thousands of visual effect shots, and a runtime nearly twice the length of any previous season, Stranger Things 4 was the most challenging season yet, but also the most rewarding one. Everyone involved is incredibly proud of the results, and we can't wait to share it with you. And regarding season five, they said, seven years ago, we planned out the complete story arc for Stranger Things. At the time, we predicted the story would last four to five seasons. It proved too large to tell in four, but as you, you'll see, you'll soon see for yourselves, we are hurling down our finale. Season four will be the penultimate season, and season five will be the last. As always, we're, we are grateful for your patience and support. So, yeah, um, I had a feeling it was always gonna be se- it was always gonna at least be season five, but actually getting confirmation is like okay, good, good and stuff. And the fact that season four is gonna be in two parts is nuts and a bit bonkers. And I'm really I... makes me nervous. Not to lie. <laughs> oh lord, uh, it's gonna be crazy. I'm excited. I need to do a rewatch before it. Season four comes out because, like, I Same remember here. stuff, but like, it's been a while. Yeah, I've watched any of it. Well. But I'm so excited. <laughs> I love the show so much. I think it's um, one of the better. Um, what is it? It's not like a period piece, but it's kind of a period piece uh, mm-hmm. that has come out that. Um, my husband recently also said, like, it was 
one of the better ways that they have done a throwback without it being mm-hmm. obvious mm-hmm. of the time period that it's being made in. Like, you know, you mm-hmm. throw back to the 80s without it having modern mm-hmm. tech in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually thought season four would be the last one. Mm. So, um, them deciding to end it at season five makes a lot of sense because, I mean, the kids, they're all grown up. They're practically mm-hmm. all grown up. Mm-hmm. And um, they're going to, they're already, a lot of them are doing other things and they're mm-hmm. going to want to do more other things. Yeah. It's, be- it's best to end it. It's best to end it soon and stuff. I'm just curious what the split's going to be like, especially for, for season four. Cause I know we're supposed to get like at least nine episodes. So I'm like wondering. Okay, is volume one going to be five, or is volume one going to be four, and then vice versa? I don't know. That's what's interesting. Is like, and you know we're going to get left on a cliffhanger with the split. You know oh, they're going to do it. I know. I know. I'm not ready. So, At least that's we only why I'm two like, I, yeah. But I'm also wondering, like, it sounds like there's a lot more content that they're going to put into it. So, like, I wonder how long the episodes are going to be. Like, are they going to be more like an hour and a half? Like, movie length almost episodes? Or are they going to be, like, still the same, like, hour length episodes and stuff like that? I mean, the episodes are pretty long when, like, I was looking at the running times for, like, season three. And, like, most of the episodes are at least, like, 50 to 60 minutes. Yeah. So, like, it was already going to be like that either way. But considering that we are dealing with a lot, because I think we're, like, in, like, three to four different places this season. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with, like, Hopper in prison in Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, in prison in Russia. Um, Eleven and Will in California. Hawking mm-hmm. um, and stuff. And, yep. like, we're in, like, three different places. So we're going to be, like, jumping around and stuff. So yeah. that's going to be really interesting. Yeah. That part does I, that that part makes me nervous. The three different places, mm. I you know Hopper and Russia. Okay, that's great, you know. Um, but yeah, with the children separated or the teenagers separated, I um, I I don't know. Obviously, something's gonna happen. They usually always end up together, so mm-hmm. I kind of expect them to be reunited. Mm-hmm. But. It's, however, with the COVID filming schedule, like it, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 And then also, <laughs> like, just their schedules alone. Mm-hmm. It just, it, it would probably for the, be for the best. But either way, I'm really, I'm curious to see how this all was going to come together and stuff. And, and we only have to wait two more months. Thank God. I know. I know. Because. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, moving on to our next topic, we got an official trailer for, well, an official trailer for Nope, uh, written directed by Jordan Peele. Nope falls residents in a lonely glitch of inland California who bears witness to an uncanny and chilling discovery. The film stars Oscar winner Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, Academy Award nominee Steven Yen, um, uh, Yen. Um, Michael Wincott and Brandon Piera. The film is slated for release on July twentieth, twenty twenty-two. Jamie, what do you, um, what do you guys' thoughts on this? Excuse me, I forgot to watch it. <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. It was horror anyway. Okay. <laughs> um, I am actually a huge fan of Steven Yeun. Mm-hmm. Uh, throwback to his Walking Dead. I mean, I, I, aren't we all? 
I he mean, is my favorite uh-huh. character on the show. So, I, um, and I and I did see him in an independent horror film after he left about an office worker that just mayhem, mayhem from Joe Lynch, mayhem. That was great. So yes. I'm excited to see more of what he's got. And like Kiki Palmer was really awesome on um not the scream show, but it was the one where they were making fun of or throwing back to all the horror films. It only had two uh, seasons. Wait, uh, Queens? Queens? Yes. Queens. Queen 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 yeah, Queen I remember yes. that. Yes. So um all of that was great. Yeah. Um all yeah. of it is good. And so yeah. Yeah, I I just I I'm like, yeah, we're doing aliens. Like looking at least at the trailer and stuff, it's like, yeah, Jordan's doing aliens. All right. All right, where 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 do I get my ticket? <laughs> where do where do I get my ticket? He's two for two right the man's two for two right now. He's great. And just I, I just I love what he's doing. But also seeing Kiki Palmer, like I've been noticing Kiki Palmer been getting a little bit of a rise rise in stardom lately, and I'm just like, yes, yes, just she deserves it because I'm like, look, I grew up with Kiki Palmer with um True Jackson VP. Yeah. Nope, a little, little bit, a little bit after my time. <laughs> it's a recording show, but I uh, yeah, it's, no. it's okay. But also like Akila and the Bee and stuff. And does anyone remember the Disney Channel original movie Jump In? Yes, yeah, I do remember that. Yes, she was great in that one. Mm-hmm. If, it, also, if if I'm not mistaken, didn't Lawrence Fishburne star in that? Lawrence Fishburne was in Holy, that one, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Lawrence Fishburne was in a decom movie? I know. It's incredible what people do in their downtime. And to be fair, he probably did it for his family. Yeah. You know, they wanted they want him to be able to see something because I think he was like doing CSI at the time. We're about to start it. So oh, yeah. it, it would kind of make sense for him to Oh yeah, you know. no, he, I think he did a C I think he was sitting on CSI Miami, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-mm, Vegas. Oh Vegas. I don't you know I don't know. I have seen <laughs> them all. <laughs> Anyways, moving on to our next topic, and this one's actually a bit sad. Uh, via the Associate Press, Ivan Reitman, the influential filmmaker and producer behind many of the most beloved comedies of the late 20th century, from Animal House to Stripes to Ghostbusters, has passed away at the age of 75 in his sleep at his home in Montecino, California. In a joint statement from his children, filmmaker Jason Reitman, Catherine Reitman, and Caroline Reitman said, our family is grieving the unexpected loss of a husband, father, and grandfather who taught us to always seek the magic in life. We take comfort that his work as a filmmaker brought laughter and happiness to countless others across, around the world. While we mourn privately, we hope that those who knew him through his films will always remember him always. May he rest in peace. This this one was rough. I remember, like, um, like as soon as I first heard about this, uh, I think it was, like, right after the Super Bowl. And I was like, oh, shoot. And it was like, and also, like, I, it came out of nowhere. And the fact that he was only 75 just, I don't know, it it hurts a little. Especially given that he was responsible for, like, some of those comedies, especially Ghostbusters and Stripes. Mm-hmm. Which were my favorites. Uh, yeah, you know, he, he lived a pretty full life, so I'm not... Mm-hmm. Um, from the sounds of it, he was with his family. Mm-hmm. And it's sad, but I don't think he he wasn't. Was he active in the movie? I don't think he really wasn't. I mean, he was a producer on Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. Okay, but he. I mean, that that was kind of a family thing, so I wouldn't be surprised if he was producer. Yeah, but his actively 
doing a whole lot. Yeah, like I'm like that. That's fair. I'm like from what I remember, especially on the production of Ghostbusters Afterlife, like he was on set, like working with Jason. Oh, that's okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Either way, it's still it it still hurts a little. Just mm-hmm. especially given yeah. this is the second member of the Ghostbusters franchise that has passed. May uh, rest in peace, Rainus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just. Yeah, that being said, I do recommend, especially if you've only seen Ghostbusters, check out check out Stripes. That's 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 probably like one of my favorite film comedy. Very <laughs> hilarious. Razzle, dazzle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one's a great one. Also, I think John Candy's in that one, if I'm not mistaken. Um, one quick question: Is John Candy in Stripes? Yes, he is. Mm, well. Um, Matt said it's the first time the whole like comedy acting troupe was really together. So, oh, and Judge Reinhold. Oh, oh, that's that's nice to hear. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, moving on to our next topic. According to Variety, during the uh, Viacom Investor event, uh, former Star Trek director and producer J.J. Abrams revealed that Paramount is. Planning to enter negotiations for Star Trek stars Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto, Zoe Zaldana, Carl Urban, John Cho, and Simon Pegg to return to the Enterprise for a fourth sequels, the Abrams 2009 reboot Star Trek. With WandaVision director Matt Shakeman set to direct, while writing duties will go to Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicle. Yeah, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. That's a that's a mouthful. Try saying that three times. Um, co-creator uh, Josh Freeman and WandaVision writer uh, Cameron Squares. Which is based on an earlier draft by Sarah Burgess's loser writer, uh, Lindsay Beer, and Tomb Raider and Captain Marvel scribe Geneva Robertson Dwart. Um, Dwart, Dwart uh, I'm, I'm going to butcher this. I apologize. Uh, Dwart. Um, as for why and how they're able to come back, even after a proposed film in 2018 said to be directed by S.J. Clarkson, fell through during negotiations between Pine and Chris Hemsworth, which was set to revise his role as George Kirk in a time travel plot. According to the article, the studio has done market research to determine audience interest in the rebooted cast, given the long wait period be, um, between Beyond, which lost money for Paramount and perspective of new Star Trek film. Executives determined that there was still lasting audience enthusiasm for Pine, Quinto, and the rest of the cast in their established roles, which allowed the studio to feel comfortable with moving forward with bringing them back. Regarding all this, Abrams and the same, we're thrilled to say that we are hard at work on a new Star Trek film that will be shooting by the end of this year that will feature uh, our original cast and some new characters that I hope uh, that I think are going to be really fun and exciting and help take Star Trek into areas you've never seen before. We are thrilled about this film. We have a bunch of other stories that we're talking about that we think will be really exciting. So we can't wait for you to see what we're cooking up. But until then, live long and prosper. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on this? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's interesting. I mean, I. I don't think I've seen any of the reboot Star Trek. I've not really toe into Star Trek stuff that much. So um, I know I'm a more Star Wars person. So I was as well, but the I have nothing against it. I just haven't watched it. So. I am put. I I might have to put that on the list. We might be doing special. I'll have to think on about this. it. I have to think about it. But mm-hmm. Ooh, um, for someone, that's a lot. It's a lot. It no, 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 is a lot, but honestly, if you not interested in it before, like this, is that that this... I, I so that I have an issue with it. I just never really like. 
it's no, it's it honestly Star. it's it's really cool because I too thought I was just a Star Wars person and then I saw the I got really excited because I was like oh it's the new Star Trek this looks like a good cast and mm-hmm. for someone who took that and really started actually after the new Star Trek well the Star Trek reboot movies came out I got so interested that I started watching the old shows mm-hmm. and now I'm currently in middle or towards ending of Star Trek Next Gen. Mm. So um I I suggested I'm here I really I'm excited because um now that we've had a chance to mourn the passing of Anton Yelchin. Anton um I think coming up with a new one that involves some uh wibbly wobbly timey wimey time travel so that uh, Helmsworth could be involved would be a great, great way to come back, mm. especially I, if the actors want to be involved. Yes, yes, and I'm, yeah, no, and I, I, I just, I, I like this crew. I like this crew. Like this was kind of my first crew. Um, I'm, I was, I'm with Anna, where I, where for a long time, I actually thought people got start got when they were talking about Star Trek, they meant Star Wars, but that no, that's not the case, and like just i'm i'm in support of this um i whatever plot this i do whether it's the time travel plot with hemsworth or something else i'm just happy to see the crew back because i i've missed these guys for a very for a long while and while i did think they got a nice and i think i feel like at beyond they were just beginning they were just beginning and stuff and like i don't know it's been a while i want to see these guys again I'm down with whatever they do, um, and yeah, I guess we'll just see what happens because they, they've been trying to do a Star Trek movie, another Star Trek movie for years. See, I think Tarantino was even involved with one. Yeah, Tarantino was involved with one. Writing, producing, uh, writing. I think he was gonna like write and direct it with a, a co-writer and stuff, but like, yeah, no, like it's that like Tarantino. I it would have been, and I know they've been having like multiple Star Trek things, especially given like discoveries now on and stuff. But like, I don't know, I. I miss these guys, but I I miss this cast, and I would, it would be very nice to see him in cinemas again. So whatever it is they decide to do, I'm down. I I hope you get a chance to watch it when you're ready, Jamie, because I think it's pretty great. It's not that I have anything against it. It's just I know it has a long history, and like I know when I start, I I just I, I have to have a lot of time, and I don't have a lot of time right now. So that's fair. That that's yeah. understandable. That's understandable. Mm-hmm. Anyways, moving on to our next topic for the day. Um, an exclusive from Deadline Reports says Scream Star Zach, yeah, Jack Quaid is the latest top-tier addition to Christopher Nolan's next film, Oppenheimer, with Quaid set to start alongside Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr., Florence Pugh, Rami Malek, Josh Hartnett, and, and Chillian Murphy, who was set to start in the titular role as J. Robert Oppenheimer, the scientist who ran the Manhattan Project that led to the invention of the atomic bomb. So, as someone, um, so for those that are unfamiliar with him, he was also in The Boys. Huey and The Boys, and I gotta say, like, this cast is nuts. And also, there's another meme I forgot to mention. Davey Hahn was also just recently cast in this, as well as Stranger Things star Matthew Modine. So, like, this cast is bonkers. Uh, what do you guys thoughts on this? I don't know. They're just gonna keep adding people, and I'm just gonna be like, okay. This uh-huh. reminds me of the nice, t- nice out too cast. Like everybody kept being like, oh, 
Oh, okay. We're doing this now. <laughs> I um, I'm interested to see if this is going to be because of the cast. Like, is it going to be supposed? To, I mean, the content sounds serious mm-hmm. and dramatic, but is it end up? Is it going to be? Is it going to be a dramedy? Um, I mean, this is I mean, Nolan. like Jack Qu- Quaid is is going up in the world. Like he's really making his name for mm-hmm. someone who has a family name in the business. So mm-hmm. um, I'd be, I'm excited for him. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see um, Huey. Uh, sorry, he, he, I'm sorry. He's gonna be Huey to me, which means which means the new. Well, actually, that's uh, been a, okay. Can I mention something on the new screen? Um, I don't want to give any spoilers away. Three, two, one. Spoilers. Okay, spoiler alert. Um, it made it made um the new version of it. It made that twist and screen really hard because it was like ah fuck. Because I thought okay he's gonna be the supporting boyfriend and he turns out to be the goddamn killer. But either way, mm-hmm. either way, uh, yeah. So that's yeah no. Either way, I'm I anyway I'm down for this and like I can't wait to see this cast because this cast is fucking bonkers. All right, going on to our last two topics of the day. According to the site that hashtag shows, Sony is moving forward with a script rumor for a potential Silver Sable movie. For those unfamiliar with the character, first appearing in The Amazing Spider-Man 265 in June 1985 and created by Don DeFalco and Ron Fritz, Silver Sable, a.k.a. Uh, Salvia, um, Salvija, I don't know how you pronounce that name, Salvia uh, Sabalona is a mercenary hunter of war criminals, leader of the Wild Pack, and owner of Silver Sable International, as well as an ally slash enemy of Spider-Man. As for the treat, um, as for the treat, uh, for the film, um, according to the treatment, uh, the film will be an origin story with the villain being a reinvention version of the character Foreigner, who, in fact, in the comics, was actually married to Silver Sable. In the film, he will be portrayed as a fellow mercenary who um, betrays Silvanoa. Of Silvanoa. Um, as for whether or not it will be tied into the MCU Spidey, <coughs> excuse me, the MCU Spidey films or the Sonyverse, according to the article, it won't, but it will lead into a Black Cat film that is currently in development with both films leading into a team up film and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on this? Um, I, I guess that's pretty interesting. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, like, having it's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I know a little, like, I've heard of Black Cat, too. So mm-hmm. I think it's going to be interesting to see what they decide to do with them mm-hmm. and stuff. So, so I don't have a lot of thoughts. I'm not super familiar with them. Um, are they, are they going to, like, tie her into the, the Gwen Stacy film that is rumored to be? I um, know that as far as, as far as according to the article, um, it seems like it's just, it's not going to be tied with I guess, at least as of right now, this could all change in a second. Um, at least with the MCU Spidey films or the Sonyverse, whatever they're trying to do with that, but like with another Black Cat movie, at least as of right now, it seems like it's on its own, which is interesting. And again, the only, like for me, the only thing I really know of Silver Sable was in the Spider Man PS4 game. Mm. So there's only that. That's the only thing I know. But either way, cool. th- this should be, this should be interesting. Anyway. Is it? I'm um, sorry. Sorry. Is it? Is it going to be live action or is it animated? It's live action. Live action. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, moving on to our final topic of the day. Exclusive from THR reports that Warner's has tagged 
Adam, and I'm going to butcher this. I apologize in advance. Uh, Silvitz, Silvitz, Adam, <laughs> oh, uh, Slytiskel, oh, Slytiskel, who has worked on the upcoming Black Adam, um, Black Adam movie to write and direct an original live action feature for HBO Max based on the DC characters, the Wonder Twins. And yes, it's that one, it's those Wonder Twins. Uh, Black Tito's are currently in the wrap. Uh, the project, um, Though the project itself, currently titled The Wonder, Tw Wonder Twins, um, will be produced by Marty Bowen and White Godfrey of Temple Hill, the prolific banner whose credits range from The Twilight Saga and The Maze Runner <laughs> to The Fault in Our Stars and Love, Simon. So, what are you guys' thoughts on this? When they say Wonder Twins, are we talking about the Flash Wonder Twins? Or is that what we're talking about? Uh, no, it's the um, Super Friends Wonder Twins. Oh, okay. I got it mixed up. Okay. It's uh the one Wonder Twins power activate. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. Um, honestly, I have no thoughts on the Wonder Twins. I don't. I, yeah, I just kind of okay. Uh, I guess I'll have to see something more. Mm -hmm. Um, because it it's just not. Uh, a fan thing that I know. Yeah, I, I'm the only thing I know about Wonder Twin is like the Wonder Twin powers activate thing. Yeah, that, that's kind of like that's kind of it for me. Yeah. I hear Wonder Twins, and I just, I honestly, I think of, um, I think of that show with the two twins and Doctor Girlfriend and um, Venture and Brothers, Venture Brothers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is Adventure Brothers more Johnny Quest? Yes, but um, I just when I hear Wonder Twins power activate, it just makes me think of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I know, and I know that's not right. So, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm just thinking about that right now. And also, it's been a little while since I've seen Adventure uh, Brothers, but I got the reference. You know, they get Dakota rings and they'll like bop them together or whatever, and that's that's what I God, it's just. That's it. Um, however, interesting enough to bring up Twilight films because, um, they, I know that they they get a lot of flack, and I I didn't see them. I don't think I saw them. I don't. I didn't see them all in theaters, and. It's interesting to see that's still being talked about. <laughs> I mean, they made a lot of money. <laughs> they made they a, lot made a lot of, lot money. of money. And it, to be honest, like it was just the right time to do it. The, I think I read the books when the last one came out. Like the last one was published and my friends were like, let's go to a midnight release. And I'm like, to what? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I'll borrow it and give it a try. And like the movies came out and I'm like, oh, okay. And I, you know, I sat there and I watched the films and I enjoyed them. And I was like, this is an interesting take on vampires. Oh, it wouldn't be my favorite. Never going to be my first. And I don't like the two main characters, but. <laughs> you, you pretty much just described my thoughts on the Twilight. But I really like the soundtrack choice. Soundtrack, the soundtrack, the soundtrack, the soundtrack characters. is dope. So, I mean, if I'm going into this Wonder Twins Activate business with that in mind, like, okay. 
I'll come up with. Now I'm just imagining the one Twitch movies in the vein of the Twilight. Oh, God. Yeah. A little, a little bit of Muse here or there. And, uh, like some, some independent guitar solos going on. Like, um, Death Cube, um, Death Cab by Cutie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like, but yeah, no, seriously, the, but the soundtrack to those movies were dope. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just, mm, especially playing um, Supermassive Black Hole during a baseball scene. <laughs> I don't know whose Bonger's idea was that, but whoever they, whoever Bonger's idea was that, they deserve a raise. Also, mm-hmm. it introduces the world to Paramore, for Christ's sake. So, mm-hmm. I, it just is a little weird that that's, no, you know? I'm not going to say that's weird. I know that's how I learned about a lot of the musicians on their soundtracks was through those movies. And if I didn't see those movies, then I wouldn't have known. Mm. Paramore was pretty cool before then, but, you know, mm. so it's Muse, I guess, but I didn't know. Okay, the one thing, because I, re- not super recently, but a while ago, was rewatching the last one for some reason because it was on. And Loki Robert Pattinson is very funny in the last one. He has like, I didn't appreciate it the first time I watched it, but I was watching. And I'm like, oh, he's actually really funny. <laughs> it's a spot. He just stopped spot. giving. I mean, pretty much as soon as that check cleared, he's like, I, I'm, I'm not gonna give a fuck. Yeah, in interviews for the movies, like, like after the first one. Um, when they started, when the second one came out, like he straight up, he's like, "This source film ever," but you know, <laughs> like, like he did his best to be cool and promotive, but he's like, "No, yeah, um, this and is that- obviously a paycheck for him." Yeah, and and now he's the Batman. Now he's Batman. I, it, yeah, like I don't know, a lot of people like rag on him though for being in Twilight. I'm like, bro, hey. it got him started, and he made tons of money. Yeah, yeah. To quote my, it's it's pretty much the Michael Caine thing where it's like, um, I didn't see the movie, but I know I bought a nice house. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Sometimes yeah. it is what it is, and he he can act, and it, I think it's I think it's great. Yeah, he is a good I, actor. Yeah. Anyways, moving on to our recommendations for the week. So, um, I'm gonna be so for the next few weeks, I'm gonna be catching up on some Oscar movies. And so I'm filing this under Oscar Watch, in which, in which um, there are about five, in which there are about um, five movies I still need to watch. Now four. Um, now I've already seen Dune. I've already seen Nightmare Alley. I've already seen West Side Story, and I've already seen Don't Look Up. Um, I saw those all last year, and now I need to catch up with five. And one of the, but which actually is now four technically, because uh, I saw Drive My Car last night. And I thought it was interesting. For those unfamiliar, it's based on a manga of the same name. The film involves a stage actor slash director who goes on during his self-discovery following the death of his wife, all while directing a play in uh, Hiroshima. Um, I thought the film was a very interesting meditation on grief and how art both informs and on how art both informs it, informs our perspective on it, both directly and indirectly. Um, I thought the cast gave great performances, the cinematography by he. God, I'm butchering names. It. Um, I'm gonna. I might butcher this name, but um, Hito Hitoshi uh, Sonoma was immaculate, especially during driving scenes, which give weight to the um, to the setting. If I had any issues with this film, is that the length in the beginning could have been condensed down because um, I think we spent like a whole half hour before like the credits start, 
which is mm-hmm. which is interesting. But given the nature of the film and like what happens during that, I understood why it was um why it wasn't condensed down. But overall, uh, Drag My Car I thought was an interesting film with great performances and deep thoughts about grief, art, and friendship. I definitely recommend people check this one out. And yeah, um, Anna. <laughs> You ready to get on my list? Ready to have a discussion about my list? Okay, feel free to pop in anytime you want, Jamie. Save I don't me. think I've seen okay. that one. So it'll probably <laughs> just be you guys. Hmm. <sighs> okay. So previous to this live recording, I brought up the fact that I had recently watched Malignant. And I said I would not recommend it to anybody ever. <laughs> and then Josh goes, well, I liked it. And I'm like, well, okay, tell me why. Okay, I liked it because it's batshit insane. And like, no. and, it's pre- and it's pretty much like Jane. Okay, you gotta look. Okay, there's a bit of a perspective in this. Jane Wine, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm gonna need more for this. Is so much better than Malignant, come on. Okay, James Wan has essentially made billions for Warner's based on Aquaman as well as the Conjuring franchise because those movies have probably made a ton. Let's not forget how he got started. His first movie, not his first movie, his second movie was Saw. Okay, that yeah, and and that was great. The first one was phenomenal, and he did it. Yeah, and Saw. So pretty much at this point, it's like, okay, here's fifty million. Do whatever you want. And he decides to do this. And look, I I gotta say, I can understand why people are not like in with this one. I personally am, but then again, I I I just I don't know. It's a B it's a B horror movie, and like it's trash, but I know it's trash, and it's and it's also literally there is like one scene where literally the main villain like throws a chair from like from like he, from like um one distance to another, and it's just like oh, the, the logic on this movie. It no, I think I just know it's like James Wan. Why do I know that name? And I went in and I watched the movie, and I was like, what? did I just watch? Like, this is awful. So, I guess my expectations are, if you started with Saw and did The Conjuring and Insidious, and I would expect a paranormal-esque type film, especially when, like, the trailers and the the posters look like the perfect horror thriller business. Um, The concept, the twist, I thought was unbelievable. It was just straight up unbelievable. Like I know that people will say the same thing about demonic things and things from insidious, but I was like, but there's a history of witchcraft and occult and stuff like that. So when you go into those other films, I may not believe what you're seeing, but at least I know that there's a history there. This particular film had bogus science. <laughs> just <laughs> like <laughs> Um, the whole I I can't eat and just the acting was bad. The twist was bad. Um, I thought the idea of her seeing a ghost or a spirit in her house, um, because she possibly had a twin at some point. Like, okay, I like that. And then they're like, no, it's this. 
and it's Poland of Voldemort. He's attached to the back of your head. Like spoiler, sorry, but it was bad. It, it, it's been it's been six months since the movie came out. <sighs> okay, here's the th- I, again. I can understand why people do not like this movie, and like it, it does. It is very much two thousand. Can't you get over the back of the head thing. <laughs> it, it's a two thousands horror movie, but also you know what this movie reminds me of? It's a Sam Raimi movie. If it slapped Sam Raimi's name on it, then I would have understood. I mean, and also I do get like the expectation of like the, expecting this to be The Conjuring. I had that initially when I went in, but after the opening scene, I was like, "Oh wait, this is not The Conjuring." And I just went along with it. And it's like, okay, just I don't know. I, I like I I, I don't know. I think it's bonkers, but I just <laughs> I couldn't do it. I, I mean, I did it. Obviously, I watched the whole thing, which was ridiculous. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't. I don't. Of all of his films, I would never, ever recommend that one. <laughs> never. I I personally would. But again, I also, I think I discussed this like months ago. So like, you know, I'm in the camp for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I believe that is, um, unless, Jamie, do you have anything to recommend? Uh, not anything to recommend right now, but I know I'm going to probably start c- getting caught up with Attack on Titan pretty soon because the English dub version of the final season finally dropped. Oh, oh boy. Like, la- last couple weeks. So, um, be prepared for that because I'm going to probably have thoughts. Oh, and Lord. I'm terrified to watch it, so oh, it's gonna not be fun. Oh, oh okay, <laughs> all right, and that will be the end of our show today. So yeah, anyways, you mind closing us out? Yeah. Um, okay. so feel free to follow us on all our social media pages. We're on Twitter at Convo with Two Geeks. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Conversation with Two Geeks. Um, and if you feel like emailing us from anything from this episode or a previous episode, we're at conversationwithtwogeeks at gmail.com. You can also find our back catalog on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and yeah. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever our podcasts are listened to. Anyways, okay. take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.